Welcome to the MFR Coaches Podcast, where we talk about how you can create your own MFR business, how to have one, and what to do to get started. Each week, we will discuss practical ways to create a business that keeps you from under-earning and burning out. I'm your host, Heather Hommel. Over 10 years ago, I decided to change my massage practice to MFR only. I became fully booked and have enjoyed years of success helping people to get out of pain and return to active lifestyles. I'm here to help you do it too, even if you live in a tiny town and even if you've never had a business before. Let's go. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the MFR Coaches Podcast. I am your host, as always, Heather Hommel, the MFR Coach. Recently, like just in the last week in real time, I taught a class to a bunch of people for free, and it was called Fully Booked and Beyond. Some of you might have seen some of my marketing for that. It was a promposal theme, which was really funny. Anyway, we had a really good turnout for that class. I'm proud of the content I created for that. I also accidentally ended up writing a 20 page ebook. So everybody that came to that class, not only got the recording, but they also got the ebook. So it was pretty fun. And I taught a method to everybody on how to get fully booked. And the method that I used, I used the acronym LEAD, L-E-A-D. I really think that if you can master the skill of leading your sessions from start to finish, it will become inevitable for you to be fully booked. This is for a couple of reasons. When you listen and learn everything you can about your client, where they're at, where they want to go, what they've been through, what their expectations are, just what they're thinking and what they're going through. And then when you can lead them through what is possible with MFR evaluate with them what's going on through, you know, your excellent skills that you've learned MFR seminars, as far as looking at a patient, both in and out of gravity, educating them more, if they need more education on what is going to happen in a session, asking good questions, assessing and addressing their problems through MFR treatment, and then determining, directing, and helping them decide on which plan of care is best for them. If you can kind of follow this format, the L-E-A-D format, clients will rebook with you time and time again, because they will understand what is possible with MFR. They will have a relationship established with you with the trust factor that you are the expert in the room. You do know what you're doing and you are offering to help them. Clients, when they come to us, they are ready to buy for us. Like they've already booked an appointment, showed up, had treatment. They are there for a reason. And if you can figure out the reason and get super curious and aren't afraid to ask questions and ask it a different way, ask a third time and really understand what they want, then you can paint the picture for what is possible, what you can give them. And it's different than what you can give them in say one session. And I think this is a spot that people get in. They take a seminar or two. And because at seminars, people are unwinding and lots of people have miraculous stories to tell, right? Because we're in this really unique environment when you're at a seminar where there are seasoned therapists, new therapists, John's almost always at every seminar. And the energy in the room and the expectation for what is possible is amazing. And it's very real. And I've had amazing results in one or two visits as well. But 
the mistake I think I see some MFR therapists making is, is that they put this expectation on themselves that they too will create miraculous healings in one session and that that should be the gold standard. And I just want you guys to know that like that actually isn't the gold standard. If you really look at how, like, let's say Malvern and Therapy on the Rocks run their businesses, their gold standard is a T for T for us, for us therapists, which is the minimum of one week. And for every other patient who doesn't have an MFR background, it's two weeks. That's 30 hours of hands-on treatment in those two weeks. They know for sure that they can create some sort of amazing transformation in that amount of time. So I want you to be realistic with what you are offering to your patients too, and be realistic about the expectations you have on yourself. I hope that makes sense because if you have a client that comes in and you're the, you're a single therapist practice, right? Which is most of us, the most amount of hours you could give them would be eight hours in a day, right? If you spent the whole day with them, which would be totally exhausting and just not very realistic. So even if they're coming for one treatment every day, it's still less than what they would get at an intensive if they were in Sedona or Malvern, right? Like, and there's multiple therapists working on them. That's what's creating those fast changes and fast results, multiple eyes, multiple hands. That's what creates that, okay? You have the same magic in your two hands, in your tiny office, wherever you are. It's just going to be a time factor. So you need to be able to just relay that message that this isn't a one and done situation. This is over time, likely, you know, over a year or over six months. I like to tell my patients that they need to try it for six tries close together. So either once a week for six weeks or twice a week for three weeks before they even make a decision if it's actually helping them or not. This is for several reasons because in that time frame, I know that some sort of transformation will occur for them. They will have a breakthrough. They might even have a setback, but then they're going to have a breakthrough again. And I'm not intimidated by that. I'm not intimidated by them having a healing crisis. Like this is just part of how it goes. So the more confident you can get and the more understanding you can get of your ability to create results for your clients, this just comes with time and experimenting. You can even adopt this like method of six, you know, do six treatments and then we'll, we'll reevaluate if that's comfortable for you. And that's how you come up with like a treatment plan, right? So you've listened, you've learned about your client, you've led them along, asking them good questions. You've evaluated them, standing, laying, you've educated them, you've asked more questions, assessed them physically through treatment and addressed their symptomatic issues. And then as well as like wherever, wherever your intuition is leading you for more treatment, then you've determined kind of what's going on with them. You're able to direct them, direct their attention to what's going on with them and help them decide how many more visits they should try with you before they make a decision about if this is working or not. And this is what I like to say to clients, try this for six tries, make a decision after the six, even if you go home and like all of your symptoms are gone today and you love MFR, still give it five more tries because what we could do in one session is not the same as what we could do in six. And what if in six, like a lot of things have changed and what if they haven't, 
But at the seventh or eighth session, you get the change. It's not an emergency and it shouldn't be a rush to the finish line type of situation. When you can create that clear communication, understanding of your patient's goals, and the ability to confidently talk to them about what results you can provide for them, you will have no trouble selling them on that plan of care. It's in their best interest. And at the same time, it creates stability in their treatment plan because you know when they're coming back, they know when they're coming back, you know you can handle a healing crisis if they have one in that time. Like Everything is already scheduled. You suggest the plan of care. You either have them pay for their their plan of care up front, or you go ahead. If you do one at a time sessions, that's totally fine. But there's no reason why you can't get them all scheduled for their six or their eight, whatever the amount is for you, where you know you can create that transformation. So that's my recommendation for getting them on the schedule. When people schedule before they leave, like you're in agreement, you've answered questions, you're on the same page. Now, if... And this happens sometimes, right? They go ahead and they agree and they get several sessions scheduled in. They go home. They have a healing crisis that night. They're scared. They call you and they cancel all their upcoming sessions. Okay. This will probably happen. It's okay. Nothing's gone wrong. You can refer to my other episode on how to handle a healing crisis before it becomes a crisis. Cause likely one or another thing that has happened and broken down there in communication. Um, and you're just going to want to figure out what you could have done differently in that situation. Part of the class that I taught was pretty heavy in being able to evaluate yourself. So going back through the process, the lead process, if this happens to you, a client calls in and they cancel all of their sessions or they go online, they cancel them, whatever. What went well during the session that you had with them? What didn't go well? And what would you do differently next time with a different client or with this same client if they do end up coming back? And when you do that evaluation, it really gives you time not to beat yourself up and to tell yourself that you suck and you somehow did something wrong. It's really like, what was I thinking during that treatment time? And did I actually understand what my client wanted? And did my client have an objection to this treatment that I wasn't able to overcome? Because chances are they just didn't quite understand what they were buying. They didn't trust in your ability to help them, or they didn't trust in the myofascial release treatment itself because they didn't understand. So it's totally fine. Like sometimes you win some and you lose some, but the clearer you can get about how you are communicating with your clients and like, what, what is the experience like for them? What is the experience like for you? Like, what are you thinking and feeling and, and doing during this during the session from start to finish. Are you leading? Are you somehow becoming like not confident during your session? Are you confused? Were you unable to, you know, repeat back to them where they are and where they want to be and kind of paint that picture in between of how MFR will help them? When you know all that knowledge, then the next time somebody comes in, you can try to do it even better and keep tweaking your process until you come up with a method that works perfectly for you. Like with this idea of lead, you know, the listen, evaluate, ask, and determine, that's my method, right? And it's only just one magical way of helping you to create fully booked. And it also like the other side effect of being fully booked is that you have an awesome relationship with your clients. They feel seen, they feel heard, they feel understood, and they're going to get awesome results because they're not just coming for one treatment. 
And my heart breaks when I have a client that only comes for one treatment and walks away, even if they had a great treatment and it was successful, but like what would have been possible for them if they had more? What if I could have made them understand a little more? You know, some people will never know, but being willing to get it kind of wrong and to be awkward in the beginning and to maybe not be fully confident in this process is okay because you're going to get better as you practice it. And it's much better to have some sort of plan like this than to just go in blind and hope people rebook with you, hope people get it and figure it out on their own. Okay. Now, one other thing I want to talk about, I saw the other day, somebody posted in MFR insight. I think it was a client was sent there and they were just like, I don't know what I'm looking for in this group. I don't know why I'm here. My therapist sent me here and I don't get it, right? Like you could tell just from the tone of that message that they were really, really disappointed and frustrated and confused. So if you find yourself in this situation with a client where you're wanting to outsource where they get their information on on MFR and on how they should perceive treatment, then you need to educate yourself a little bit more as the therapist on how to be the leader, because that's just outsourcing and feeding that client to a group of 9,000 people. I doubt they'll be back for more treatment. Honestly, they don't get it. And then you just were like, well, go figure it out yourself. It's not that hard to direct them to like the actual MFR website that John has. It's not hard to send them a pamphlet home. I have a free resource on my website that all of you guys can download at any time. Even if you've gone there and you've downloaded it multiple times, I don't care. Just download it, print it off, give it to your patients. It's a patient's guide. Okay. It's there for you to help you and you can read it and reword it however you want and hand it to your patients. I don't care. I just want your patients to be able to understand what MFR is and for them to come back and get treated as much as they can so they can feel better. That's the whole point. And the other thing I want to point out is that part of therapy at the end where you're asking them to buy from you and you might feel totally awkward and yucky. I want you to do some work around that feeling because leaders lead because they believe in what they're doing. And that's the same with selling MFR. Like you believe in what you're doing so much, it shouldn't be a problem to sell it. Your clients are there to buy. They want what you have. You likely have an amazing offer to offer them and you just need to offer it to them. You don't need to convince anyone. You don't need to be concerned with their finances. They will figure it out. Just like you do when you go to a store and you need to buy something, you figure it out. If you need to go to Sedona or Malvern and get a T4T, you figure it out. Okay. So don't get concerned and get inside other people's personal business just because you're uncomfortable and you just are making an assumption that they're not going to want to buy what you have. What if you just assumed every single person that was coming to you that had booked an appointment and came to your office wanted every single thing that you have from your smallest series to your largest series of care plan? I mean, how would you be thinking about them and how would you be thinking about yourself before, during, and after treatment if that was the case, if that is what you chose to believe in? I think it would be pretty amazing, honestly. I think you'd be feeling really good about what you have to offer and the fact that you're helping them and that, of course, they're there to buy. 
I kind of shared this, or I did share this story in class about how my dentist referred my son to the oral surgeon for wisdom teeth removal. And because of COVID, like I was waiting in the car. I never even, nobody even asked me if we wanted that. Right. So I get a call a couple of weeks later from the oral surgeon's office, like saying that we had an appointment, blah, blah, blah. They're going to send us paperwork in the mail. I'm like, okay, whatever. Don't even know that I want that. Right. But we have this appointment. So we go and they are so confident that you are there to buy a surgical procedure from them. It's so obvious from start to finish, like you are there to buy from them. Like they are not doubting. They are not trying to convince you. Like it is already a done deal when you walk in there. And I like think about all the places where you go, where it's just like, like, of course you're going to get this. And it's just so funny to me. And I don't know if I'm just really aware of people's sales processes because I'm constantly teaching this to my private one-on-one clients, but you can tell like a place where you have comfort to buy from them and a place where the people aren't quite sure what they're selling you or they aren't confident in their offer. And it doesn't feel as fun to buy from them or as like you should buy it, or it just feels different. So be on the lookout for that. Like where are your favorite places to go and buy things? And what are your reasons for that? Can you recreate that for your clients, for your selling of your MFR therapy? It's kind of like fun to play around with it and to just see like, oh, I really love it when I go to this one place and I buy shoes because of the customer service, because of the environment, because of what they say to me, you know, whatever it is, whatever your jam is, right? Same with like getting your wisdom teeth out. Like maybe you go in there and they're so confident, like there's no reason for you not to get your wisdom teeth out because it just seems like what everybody does. I mean, I still am not sure. Like, why do you get your wisdom teeth removed? I don't know, but we have an appointment to do it. So I better do some research anyway. (laughs) People probably have strong opinions on that. This is just an example. So nobody write into me about that. All right, you guys, I've probably talked your ear off enough. If anyone is interested and they want to have access to the class, if you missed it and you weren't registered, I am going to have a link in this episode in the show notes, and you will be able to buy the class and the 20 page supplemental ebook so that you can become fully booked too. It's going to be available for $7. So link will be in the show notes. And I've already been getting awesome feedback about people putting this into practice and creating someone created fully booked for this weekend already. And class was on Thursday. Other people have been using the lead method this week and have seen results. So it's really fun to be able to help people. And I hope you'll try it too. Let me know how it goes for you. All right. You guys have a great week and I will see you next week on the MFR coaches podcast. Bye. Thanks for joining me this week on the MFR coaches podcast. Check out my book, the MFR coaches guide to having your own myofascial release business. Autographed copies are available at my website, www.themfrcoach.com. Kindle version and print also available on Amazon. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at The MFR Coach for more info on today's topic. As always, subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.